welcome to the Get Rick Podcast, um, Elani1995 Fantasy Football League, Week 7 Review, and Week 8 Preview. Fuck Fantasy Football, by the way. Anyway, start from the top, get this over with. My team's a damn shame. Put the hurting on IB or Clyde. Stanton wins 136.52 to 91.12. All he really needed was Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and any one of his replacements because they all did well. Fucking Beasley, Boston Scott, Giovanni Bernard, they all scored 16 or more. On my side, only Russ really came to play. Everybody else, garbage. OBJ goes out for the season. Chase Claypool, one catch for negative two yards. Young Woku, two points. So if you're keeping score, that's three players, 2.3 points. Next game, TB Determined having a nice season comeback. Takes down Breeze in the trap. John wins 122.68 to 106.7. Fucking strong game from Justin Herbert. I remember somebody saying, oh, he wasn't going to be any good. I think that was John. Good game from Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson. That was enough to pull ahead of Ryan, who, oh man, he had CD Lamb in there. Point one points. Kind of tough, man. I don't know about the Cowboys going forward. They're looking really bad. Decent games out of Keenan Allen, and Gronk is having a resurgence, so that's a bright spot moving forward. Next game up, the walking ER smashes Ridley's Believe It or Not. Bryce takes down Danny, 166.56 to 107.8. Bryce with the high week. Nice game out of Carson Wentz, who I, I still think he's overrated and sucks, but whatever. But the real star... Tyler Lockett, 45.5 points, 15 receptions, three receiving touchdowns, 200 yards. Russ got a look somewhere else once in a while. More than enough to take down Danny, whose best game was actually from his kicker. Fucking 23 points from the Buffalo kicker. Godwin had 19.3. Mayholm's kind of a weak game there. Only 14 points, but shit. Casey had two defensive scores, so they didn't really need to do much on offense. Next game, Gallup in the Woods wins kind of a close, lower-scoring game against Fantasy Team. Leanne takes down Royce, 111.44 to 97.59. Really just powered by Kyler Murray's 43 points. I mean, that's close to 40% of her, her score there. It's not even halfway. Newly acquired James Conner, 12.6. TJ Hawkinson, 14.4. Everyone else under... uh under 10 there, so pretty good thing that she had that Kyler Murray going off. On Royce's side, bunch of double-digit games, just not much touchdowns. A.J. Green had some volume. Glad to see he's come back, even though he didn't do shit for me. It's just didn't have that one big performer that he needed to pull above Leanne's team there. Next, pop star, not a doctor, beats Shark Week. Jared takes down Grant, 113.62 to 96.72. Not many huge performers. DeAndre Hopkins did his thing for Jared, 19 points there. Kareem Hunt, 17 points. Just barely above his projections. A lot of people were kind of at or near their numbers. On Grant's side, big performances out of A.J. Brown and Tyler Boyd. The thing that's kind of fallen off in recent weeks is Josh Allen hasn't had his big games. He was looking like a possible MVP candidate early on, but he's come back down to earth. And last game of the... Week 7, Deshaun of Kamara Virus beats Lamarville Universe. Aaron takes down Brent, 131.76 to 109.24. On Aaron's side, strong games out of Deshaun Watson's and DJ Moore is having a resurgence about time. And James Robinson, man, that's like Aaron's best running back. (laughs) On Brent's side, Joe Burrow with a nice almost 40 points, but couldn't make up for the rest of the team. 
Although with T. Higgins there, might be a nice little stack for Brent going forward, but he's going to need more out of the rest of the team. With Joe Burrow scoring 39, he's got to score more than 109 total. So, And that's it for Week 7. On to Week 8 preview. All right, for Week 8, starting from the top, I am not going to do predictions anymore because it pisses me off when I'm wrong, so fuck that. I'm just going to do some keys to the game. Starting from the top, I be your Clyde against Ridley's Believe It or Not. I have a 121.61 to 81.13 projection advantage. I don't know if Danny's gone uh, fishing or out to fucking go skiing or something like that, but he's got three people who are either out on injury or on a bye still in his lineup. He's got to do some waiver wire action here, which he didn't do last week with Zach Ertz. He left him in there, so I don't know. Maybe he went fishing. Um, on my end, I just need Russell Wilson to do his thing. Hopefully Julio Jones can, I don't know, maybe Matt Ryan can stop fucking up his career. Are you going to tell me Julio can be dominant at will between the 20s, but when it comes to the red zone, he can't get more than three touchdowns a year? It's like, Jesus Christ, man. Other hopeful one is Justin Jefferson. It's nice that they're playing Green Bay. Hopefully they go down, which forces Minnesota to throw because... Nothing's more pissy when they're just running the ball up the other team's ass and not doing shit. On Danny's side, he needs May Holmes to be May Holmes and some supporting cast. He needs to really get on that waiver wire. Next up, TB determined against Popstar, not a doctor, the Washington Bowl. Jared has a 118.08 to 114.8 projection advantage. Jared's main problems are going to be... Well, I think anybody on Dallas moving forward, that offense looks like it's in some trouble, especially uh they're down to their third-string quarterback. I forget what his name was, Denucci or some shit like that. If that guy don't come around, then Amari Cooper's going to come in well under projections. Not that Jared has a whole lot on his bench to work with, given... You got Hopkins on a bye, Christian Kirk on a bye, Chenault on a bye. He recently picked up Nelson Aguilar, so even though he's projected for low points, that might be something to look at there. On John's side, we need Metcalf to wake up. He had a pretty shitty game while Tyler Lockett was going off last week. And uh, what looks like could be really good for him is Miles Sanders against Dallas. It doesn't look like Dallas can fucking stop anybody. Antonio Gibson went off against them. I'm assuming Miles Sanders can too. And then he also has Fulgham. Pretty much their number one guy now. Ayuk against Seattle. You know, Seattle's going to score, so San Fran's going to have to throw. Should be an interesting game on this one. Next up, my team's a damn shame against Breeze in the Trap. Ryan with the 115.29 to 97.91 projection advantage. Looks like Stanton's going to have to figure something out with his kicker, which normally isn't that big a deal. I don't know if he wants to necessarily start Atlanta against Carolina. I don't think of Atlanta having the best defense, but shit, I've been wrong a lot this season, so who gives a fuck? Gio Bernard, if Joe Mixon comes back, he's not going to be any help there. And with uh, Tyler Higby questionable, I don't know, Stanton's got to do some work on his side there. His key, obviously, is, as always, Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams. If they go off for 80 points or so, you know, he's got a good shot here. On Ryan's side, see the good matchup against Green Bay for Thielen. Good matchup in the same sense where I talked about Justin Jefferson. They might fall behind. Um, the resurgence from Gronk is being used. Uh, should be interesting there with Chris Godwin being out. Um, Mike Evans doesn't seem to get the usage out of Brady that he wants. So, I mean, he's been going to Gronk and Scotty Miller. So, until Antonio Brown actually is 
ready to play, then Gronk should still be pretty viable. Uh, Robbie Anderson also against Atlanta should be a good one. Tannehill has a quarterback pickup. Not bad. I mean, think you might want to keep him in over Breeze. Next up, first place Gallup in the woods against the walking ER. Leanne with a 116.64 to 104.65 projection advantage. Bryce does need to address the kicker situation, so it would be fairly even. On Bryce's side, we're looking for some good games out of Carson Wentz, who's going up against that Dallas defense, Cooper Cup against Miami, Tyler Lockett. We're going to see how he follows up his 15 for 203. That SF defense isn't the same as it was before, but it's been doing all right lately. And Jamal Williams against that weak Minnesota defense. We'll have to see if Aaron Jones comes back and establishes dominance again. On Leanne's side, this is a vulnerable week for her with Kyler Mount. Bridgewater is not a bad sub, especially going against that Atlanta defense we talked about. Could be a good game here. She's got Dalvin Cook coming back. He's pretty much matchup proof. Even when they're down, he still gets his. The other one that could put her back a little bit is James Conner against Baltimore. That Baltimore D is... Always pretty tough to score points on. Next up, fantasy team against Deshaun of Kamara Virus. Aaron with a 106.3 to 89.95 projection advantage. Royce does have Kenyon Drake still in who is on a bye and injured. Uh, so he's going to have to figure something out there. Could possibly plug in Mark Ingram, who's also questionable himself. Might have to end up going with Malcolm Brown, who did score a touchdown. I think he had double-digit points last week, so... It's not like he's completely dead in the water there. Some questionable matchups, though. Juju against Baltimore. We already talked about Baltimore. Jared Cook going against Chicago. And AP, who's kind of taking a backseat to Donjer Smith, also going up against a tough indie defense. On Aaron's side, he does have Deshaun Watson on a bye, so he's going with Cam Newton. He's going up against Buffalo, though, who started off pretty hot, but their defense has gotten kind of shredded recently. Um, I'm not going to count last week against the Jets because the Jets don't shred anybody. For the rest of the team, I mean, DJ Moore against uh, Atlanta. We'll see how he follows up his big game. Leonard Fournette getting some usage, and they're going up against New York, who, yeah, they're not scoring much, so he might get some garbage time points there. And, of course, Kamara, the guy I probably should have drafted. Well, I probably could have gone with Derrick Henry, too. I could have gone with a lot of guys other than that little bitch CEH. But Kamara against Chicago, I think he's going to eat. All right, last matchup, LaMarvel Universe against Chark Week. Grant projection advantage, 121.59 to 114.21. Brent, so far, it looks like he's going to go with uh, Joe Burrow, who's been on fire. Well, he had the big game last week. Uh, he's putting him in over Lamar, who's facing Pittsburgh. We'll see how that plays out. Lamar still has a projection advantage, but understandably a much tougher matchup than Joe Burrow at Tennessee. Again, that stack with T. Higgins, that should be interesting there, and Joe Mixon being back. And he's gotten a lot of useful weeks out of Mike Davis. He should be grateful for that CMC injury. On Grant's side, we'll see if Josh Allen wakes up against New England. Normally a tough matchup, but they haven't looked like the New England of the past. Maybe Brady was the right call there, you know? Brady versus Belichick. Looks like Brady's the winner so far. Aaron Jones looks like he should be back, so he'll be strong. A little worried about Zeke. I don't know, man. That offense has not looked healthy over there in Dallas. But on the bright side, you know, he's got Tyler Boyd, so maybe that snakes some of uh, Joe Burrow's production there. And A.J. Brown woke up with his 
big plays. We've got kind of used to seeing him last year. It was nice to see it again with that little slant that he takes 70 yards for a touchdown. Should be some good matchups next week. I hope Danny is out skiing and does not address his lineup. Anyway, I will talk to you next week. 